Yeah, I like sleeping far too much to get up when I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. You always have those like, just like dreams or like instances where your your body's just like, no, you're staying asleep. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. The the when that happens though, I always feel like it's kind of my fault for for not giving enough sleep. But at the same time, I'm always like, there's not enough fucking hours in the day for you to be lounging around like this body. A lot of it just comes out down to like self discipline and realizing like, yeah, I gotta get out of bed. No, uh, yeah, I think a lot of it's probably I, I should be going to sleep right now instead of yeah, instead of browsing manga or like oh. playing a video game. Yeah, I mean, that's more self discipline. Yeah, I was doing that thing where like you ever you ever like lay on your pillow and like you're you're on your side and like you keep one eye closed for so long and you're like browsing something with one eye. Then you open the other eye, and all of a sudden, it feels like the other eye is not like it's it's not sensitive to light. It's not focusing, and you're like, "What did I do?" Oh, they're not synced. Is up. I permanent? can't believe I've done this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's trying to sync itself, and it's like, "What happened? My eyes, <laughs> my eyes are going stupid." Anyways, I, I did that while while reading manga today. I found this new website that actually centralizes a lot of my favorite ones. And I nice. was like, hell yeah. And I was going through it, trying to find some old ones, trying to find some new ones. And then, like, I was reading a lot of fun, fun new things, and, and I got carried away. I mean, that's how it goes. Like we are saying, manga and all uh, other forms of entertainment. Specifically designed to just be absolute time sinks. Looking at you, Final Fantasy. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are just time sinks. Think about this. How much more productive would you be? If we just uninstalled Final Fantasy, um, I'd say only about fifteen, uh, fifty percent more productive. Uh, instead of a hundred percent more productive, sure, I'd have more time to work, but I also would be a lot more like stressed and not have that like, like time to just decompress. Well, I'm I'm not saying like that you have to be working all of that time. No, I'm just saying but... if you didn't feel obligated to this MMO, if you weren't uh compelled to play it by say i don't know an addiction um i mean i wouldn't i mean part of it is an addiction the other part is that like it is a community game and we have like actively sought out and are active members in like said community activities so it's like we said we were gonna be there it's a it's half social and then half addiction i see yeah i see so it's not entirely i sound like excuses yeah I mean, it it, like they are but yeah know. it's definitely an excuse <laughs> wow being ganged up on not, <laughs> it it's not it's not fair because don's not one to talk it doesn't feel nice does it brandon i mean to be fair uninstalling a game that you like doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be productive like i i binge games constantly and in, in the in-between phases i don't find myself being particularly more productive i find mm. myself being particularly more restless which mm. can result in being productive, but like it's a real hit or miss thing. It's like it's like one out of like one out of five times I'll actually do something productive, like clean my room for once. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what I found is if I'm home and, I, and I'm supposed to be like working from home, if I turn on my computer, then I get kind of like distracted and I'll start playing Final Fantasy. If I don't turn on my computer, I will sit on the stream computer and edit. So it's like a um a division of uh of workplace and like home space. It's like a yeah. mindset thing. Yeah. That's why a lot of people have like home offices, so they have like a room to work in. Yeah, this is my work room. This is where I do all my macro, my my crocheting that goes <laughs> on my Etsy shop. Mm. And over there is where I do my crocheting for naughty reasons. That's my personal time. 
Oh, I see. This is my personal timetable, and this is my uh, my my professional table. Exactly. You got to keep those things separated, mm-hmm. up, Brandon. You don't want to accidentally have one thing on your Etsy, and you didn't mean to put it there. Oh, yikes! Yeah, no, that's what a lot of people do who work from home. Though they have like a division like that where there is a workspace and a play space. That's why people. That's why it's recommended that you don't like do homework or work in bed. I've got a couple of coworkers that are like on both sides of the fences where they're just like, man, I can't wait to get home, get in bed so I can just, you know, start grading from like and be comfy. And then me and another coworker are just like, what? That's, I, I don't, I couldn't see that. And like, you don't like, you know, being comfortable with grading. We're like, no, we keep all of our work here. Yeah. And the <laughs> grading in bed seems insane to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we not going to address the fact that Albert has shrunk a foot? No, I was hoping that uh, I, I was hoping to call him out when he moved the mic and made a lot of noise, but he did it really quietly. So good on you. Yeah, I moved the desk lower, so hopefully I'm. I don't know. I'm hoping this helps somehow. I don't know. Trying to be more comfortable and less fidgety. I tend to make random noise. I think being comfortable has less to do with fidgeting, honestly, than people give it credit for. I mean, I just fidget all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Oh, are you going to browse on your phone? Nope. Okay. Speaking of browsing on, on their phones, Don, did I happen to see an image, or sorry, a video of a, a Furby being just compressed? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you did see a video of a Furby being crushed by a hydraulic press. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? Those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was just like scrolling through Reddit and it came up and I was like, I'm going to see this through to completion. <laughs> and it just it squished yeah it didn't like explode yeah. a lot of things will like explode yeah. in a hydraulic press the, 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 they'll reach like a point where all of a sudden it just like booms yeah mm. my, the furby like solemnly accepted its fate <laughs> and melted oh he's like my, my time is up i've terrified enough children the demon lord has been satisfied i have a, i return I have a, home I now have a throne when i return to hell <laughs> Jesus, uh, Furbies were a fucking trip. I don't have no idea what franchise are connected to. All I know is that for a period of time, McDonald's was giving them out. I think they're yeah. just Furbies. I wonder. I think they're yeah. Uh, they're just Furbies. They're I, not a franchise. Okay. I want to say they're like Mattel or something. Like what? What a, is, a toy corporation? Did, did they make like an appearance in a TV show or something? No. Are they just something that like just came into existence? Yeah, they were like, okay, well, kids like stuffed animals. However, <laughs> we have the technology to make those things move and talk. So let's go ahead and, you know, let's breach into modernity. <laughs> Look at the latest in child entertainment technology, the Furby. They, they were like, yeah, you can put voice boxes into stuffed animals. But the problem is if a kid hugs it and thinks it's a stuffed animal, they're going to just, you know, smack right into a voice box or other like plastic yeah. components. They're going to hurt themselves and they try to eat it. Yeah. yeah so they decided... Or what I'm assuming is they just decided to be like, okay, well, this is a very, very clearly hard. So you do not hit your smaller sibling with this thinking it is a stuffed animal, but it is like tactilely soft. This, this sounds like know. you're speaking from experience, uh, Brandon. I'm, I'm trying to like come at it from an engineering perspective. Oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't accidentally throw a Furby at a family member and cock him right in the head? No. But he's throwing plenty of other things at people. I have, yeah. I've done that with like a lemon. <laughs> like, what, did you hist- hit your sister in the head with a lemon? Yes. Um, uh, how, it was more. How, how fast are we talking here? How much damage are we looking at? Um, it was more of a light law, but it was more of like a like an internal intrusive thought that got through. It was like, yo, <laughs> yo, 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 you see that lemon? Yeah, pick that shit up. Yo, this shit's gonna be the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, this shit's gonna be funny. All right, all right, listen, listen to me, Brandon. All right, 
I bet you can't hit your sister in the head from over here. But she's across the pool. I know. Bet you can't do it. And so I hooked it. And uh And the whole time I, the I demon, did it. The whole time the demon's like, Kobe. Knowing her, she was probably livid. She was pissed. <laughs> and, oh. and all I had to say to myself was like, I you know what? I wanted to see if I could do it, and I did, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I could say to myself. Gonna just been like, hell yes. How old are you? Um, probably like fourteen. Okay, okay. Yeah. So this wasn't like a recent. Occurrence. No, this wasn't a recent thing. I've been funnier if it was recent. Should like you should like expand to other citruses like uh like an orange. Yeah, grapefruit would be pretty good too. Grapefruits are big too. They are no, yeah, they, they got a lot of they got a lot of like potential in there. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stored up potential kinetic energy. What would hurt more if you if you like shot putted a grapefruit or football through a lemon? Because the lemons have that kind of like Ooh. cyclical. Like half shape. Yeah, kinda. you can get a real good spiral on a lemon. When you get that spiral, it's a smaller point of contact, so it's more pinpoint yeah. pressure as opposed to a larger surface area of a grapefruit. I mean, th- th- let's get into the argument. What 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 armor is she wearing? Because like I feel like that's gonna really. Just, well, in this scenario, it was across the pool, so I assume yeah. she was in a swimsuit. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so none. So totally, she go with the lemon. Uh, but but if she's wearing like a jacket or something, you want to get some blunt force drama on that thing. Oh, that I grapefruit. see. Yeah. Okay. So. I- I lost track of the conversation because I was looking up Furbies on Wikipedia. What the <laughs> you, hell are we talking about? Do you not know what Furbies are? No, I know what Furbies are, but I was curious about like if Wikipedia had anything on like why they were made or like their inspiration. I'm but, interested to hear this too. Did they have anything? Uh, for, from what I can tell, they just made them to make them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. That's like, oh, was we like- spent nine months developing this robotic toy. Cell robotic toy. Yeah, more or less. I, mm. I, I think this is like an era before, uh, before something needed to be from something. People when when toys just were just toys. Yeah. There was no like need for it to have one or the other. Or it came in reverse order. They made the toy first, and then they made a TV show about the toy, like GI Joes and yeah. uh, mm. and uh, I think He Man was like that too. Like yes. they, they made the yeah. toy first, and then they scrambled to make a TV show about it. Uh-huh. He Man. Thundercats was probably this. I don't. Th- I feel like Thundercats is probably the opposite. Like they made the 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 show first. There was toys about Thundercats. Yeah, there were some toys about oh, Thundercats. Oh, hmm. I guess you're right. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle was definitely uh. That was show first. Yeah, that one would have. Was to it be really show first? first? I, I think like, it was show first. I mean, no, uh, I. Uh, how crazy would it be if someone just like I want to make a toy about about four brothers. And they're turtles. Well, and they're ninjas. ninjas. Well, the the thing about that is, um, (laughs) in my family, we have this like tub of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures (laughs) that my dad had when he was a kid. So these are really, really old, like. Action figures. Brandon, I'm gonna need you to define take a step back real quick and define a tub of action figures. Um like how big are we talking about? (laughs) I, I wanna say it's it's maybe like a two by one and a half foot tub and then oh. it was, as far as like how deep it was it was maybe like a half foot so it was it was pretty sizable especially given it was like filled yeah, like with action, action figures. figures yeah crazy um and these are old like when you open them open up the tub old like you can smell the age <laughs> and like you feel like you've time traveled and you're just like oh Raphael, there's getting stanky i get it <laughs> god dang Raphael's always the stanky one uh, yeah. just like smells the air <laughs> Raphael, take a goddamn shower. <laughs> oh, I know we live in a sewer, but what the fuck, man? No, yeah, you you, you gotta know you gotta know Raphael's like always working out. He probably okay. gets that spice on him. You've <laughs> been lied Turtle to. Spice. What? 
Oh, uh, is it? They were definitely not your dad's when he was a kid. Oh. They were absolutely your dad's when he was an adult. Oh. <laughs> you know, he just messed on a lot of things that he gave to me. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've had this for a while. And um, and there's no way he had them as a kid because one of them was a compendium of HP Lovecraft stories. And there's no way he had that as a kid. Because the thing is, is uh, the original work was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Mirage Studios in 1984. Mm. And the action figures came out in 88, which meant that he had them oh. when he was like 25. I mean, that's still a reasonable age to get into the new but franchise. But it's not as a kid. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not as a kid. You're right. Yeah. Maybe You've I, been lied well, maybe, to. Maybe I just like, well, maybe he considers himself like a kid is 25. And honestly, even however old he is now, because I don't bo- want to bother doing the math, <laughs> I still kind of consider him a kid. Because like, I remember coming home and he had bought something that he shouldn't have. And I was disappointed. <laughs> um, so I came home. Like I biked home because you know I biked you know from from high school, and uh, you know I opened the door, and my dad's holding a uh, a rifle air like an airsoft gun, oh, like that shoots sweet. like the metal BBs, like the, nice. the point ones, and he turns to me, and the first he says two things to me. He says, "Look, run." He looks at me, <laughs> and he goes, "Don't tell mom." <laughs> and the second one is, "Do you want to shoot it?" Yeah. <laughs> of course, you already bought it. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'll take a couple shots, and then." Then I'm gonna get get to work because <laughs> I was responsible and also fucking tired. You've always been a very responsible person, like yeah. frustratingly responsible. Uh, sometimes, and then sometimes it's just like, ah, oh, I, I, I too have had my hooligan days. Yeah, all those, all those days where you're just sitting on the computer, uh, slicing up people on a video game. No, no, he's referring to like real life things. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, a little bit of both, you know. Yeah, a little bit of both. Slicing up people in video games, slicing yeah. people in real life, you know, how it be living in L.A. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to <laughs> slice someone up. <laughs> I think out of everyone, Brandon's the most exotic, so I, so, so I can I can kind of get behind that. <laughs> I'm exotic by default because <laughs> yeah. everyone else is born in Arizona. Hey, Arizonas are kind of boring. We should add that onto my business card. Exotic. <laughs> exotic. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you sound like a stripper. Los Angeles oh, isn't some, like... <laughs> post-apocalyptic like honestly battle town though <laughs> like if you're downtown heck? it smells like one Oh, dumpster diving was actually like disgusting but hilariously fun at the same time because it was more of just like me and a couple of other dudes that were really bored but we were too old to be like super entertained by like playgrounds and stuff uh-huh. and you know hanging out in the pool could only like do so much for a kid and we would just like meander around and find shit and go yo this is cool and also being like middle school like boys we our natural inclination is just like let's break stuff but breaking stuff is expensive and at least we found the productive idea of like we could just break people's trash yeah we can get mad about that yeah and they never like i feel like they were supposed to lock the dumpster rooms because the the all of the buildings had chutes and the chutes were really fun and i'm really glad that i had the foresight not to go down one as a kid <laughs> uh, or a, as a middle schooler, because it, it, the opportunity was there, and yeah. I, I, I do remember one of my friends going, "Yo, you wanted a ride?" And I was like, "Hell no!" 
because there's, there's like a there's like an eighty percent chance you're gonna land on like something that's could pierce yeah. skin yeah. right yeah. on top of the trash. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's just a straight drop. It's yeah. not a slide. Yeah, it ain't no slide. So, yeah. Uh, they offered me a lot of like things that I am glad that I have said no to to their offers. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like we all have something that that, that we did that was like, as a kid it would be pretty funny. But I just realized this. We've been going for like almost like some time now, and we haven't done, I haven't done the intro yet. I just Talking realized. Pros. Okay. We, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say we can put this on pause. But yeah. my name's Don. Oh, cool. We're just gonna skip it. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm Albert. I'm Alan. I'm Brandon. And Brandon's talking about dumpster diving. So a lot of what we found was like really <laughs> old chairs and stuff. And so those were really fun to just, the first thing to go is always the, like the legs of the chairs. And then you take the legs and now you have a blunt force object to break the rest of the chair and whatever else you can find in there. So things like old TVs and monitors are fun because, you know, glass breaks. Um, Wait. And, yeah. But like... You're in middle school. Correct. Wouldn't it like still be like CRTs yes. and stuff? Yeah. I had the same thought. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. So it sounds like it was it sounds like that would have been a real fun time. I it was it was a real fun time, but just given like the location of the area we were living in, it was pretty dangerous. Because you know, sometimes yeah. you'd find it, it was definitely the part of LA where sometimes you'd find like that secluded corner by the parking structure and there's absolutely like spent bullet casings there. And you're just like, wow. I'm in danger. Seeing um, seeing things like rooster teeth, like them smash, uh, like the handheld lighters with like sledgehammers, just brings back memories of us as kids doing that. Except we didn't have sledgehammers; we would just throw them at each other. You threw lighters at each other? Yes, I'm not surprised. I and everyone has that one friend who's like, "Yo, check this out," and it's always like burning his arm hair off. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you doing? And he's just like, it's funny. You want to try? And I'm like, no, <laughs> idiot. Oh, match tag was fun too. Oh, oh yeah. I, I never, you know, uh, this reminds me of something. I don't know exactly what match tag is, Brandon, but there was this one time someone combined two things you talked about, an uh-huh. uh, airsoft gun and a match. Mm-hmm. And they put a lit match inside of an airsoft gun, like down the barrel, and shot it at me. <laughs> and it actually burned through my, actually burned Holy through my shit. shirt. I don't know how exactly the science of this worked, because thinking back on it, I don't know how I was able to generate enough force to burn both my shirt and my skin in the brief amount of time it touched me. Yeah, I don't know. Either. But it was intense. I don't know why, but my my cousin would do this, and it was kind of insane. That's just bullying. No, it was fun. It was kind of fun. <laughs> it was like, fun. It, we were in the middle of the boonies, and like mm-hmm. he, we had the, we had two of them. There were two teams. Each team he only had one gun. So oh, okay. it was kind of it was kind of so like got meat shield. It was What's the point of, of having teams? It was kind of like enemy at the gate. Well, the old the the and we're Soviet Russia. They only had they only had one gun for, for every five people. And had every <laughs> yeah. three every person had three bullets. That's Jesus. kind of how it was for us. We'd be running around in the middle in the middle of nowhere in winter, wearing wearing jackets, hmm. uh, like in the boonies with no like street lights or anything. So it's the only reason you have teams so as uh, one person <laughs> yeah. gets taken out, you get to pick up their yep. gun. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, as as like a middle schooler or like high schooler or just youth, you make do with yeah, what you got. You make do. You make do. You you, you find stupid shit. I have a, I have a whole mm-hmm. plethora of stupid shit I remember doing when I was that age. Mm-hmm. So the the phrase of the day is middle schoolers find a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean you're you know, not wrong. Me and my friend, I lived by a wash. Uh, that like ran through our neighborhoods. So me and my friends would just hang out in the wash. 
is it like um like kind of like a ditch for like uh irrigation yeah. No, it was like a yeah, it was like a storm. Hell storm yeah, launch. that's the kind of shit you take the the shopping carts into, and you get the one <laughs> dumb friend in, and you just go. No, no, so you, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like a concrete thing. thing. Oh, okay. it's it's literally just like yeah, it's oh, sand. It's a it's like a flash flood thing. Yeah. So like whenever oh, okay. it flash floods, it's just where all the water goes mm-hmm. when it does. Other than that, like. Every other year, except for five days out of the year, it's completely dry. Yeah, yeah. Tucson has a weird layout to it. You'd mm. understand if you'd been. Oh, okay. I just should take Brandon to Tucson someday. Why? Why? I don't know, just because. The only interesting thing down there is Biosphere 2, and that takes about 45 minutes. It is a cool thing. It is cool, though. Biosphere 2 is I have heard about cool. it, yes. Yeah, there's also uh, the Titan Missile Museum that's like oh. a few hours south of Tucson. A few hours south? Tucson's, are, Tucson's already two hours away. Not like a few. It's like an hour out. Well, I mean, they that's not have... Tucson. That's At all... that point, we might as well go down to Nogales. Like, why would you do that? That's like me trying to say, hey, guys, let's go to my hometown, Tuba. We have Flagstaff. We have Flagstaff. <laughs> that's literally what you just described, Albert. Okay, I might I might be exaggerating. L- let me look this up. Man, you guys talking about like all these childhood experiences with like things in your neighborhood. I the neighborhood that I grew up in didn't have any kids my age. Oh. Um I had like no friends my age outside of school. And even then, like we all lived all over the place because it was a little charter school, so nobody lived close to one another. Um so I didn't have like friends my age in my neighborhood. The closest kid to my age, I think, was four years younger than me and that's one of my sister's ages so it was their friend you, you know like they were yeah. their friend not i mean i mean did you ever do anything wild that, like with your friend groups like whether it be there during the summer or anything because like the thing i described with my cousin was like one summer it, I, don't, I don't hang out with them very often uh i mean after like in middle i guess in middle school one year we did have a bonfire in one of my friend's backyards but it wasn't like we just like burned our old school shit yeah, that's pretty cool. That's always yeah. like uh, freeing. Yeah. In high yeah. school, that was like the thing. Yeah, it was, was like because we have yeah because we had like Dockweather Beach, where they have the fire pits down there, so it's really nice. Just never swim there because it's dirty as hell. Yeah, because you guys burning stuff. shit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The wild, the thing that could be considered the wildest, other than that, was like fucking larping in that same friend's backyard, <laughs> throwing uh like paper shuriken at each other and pretending we were Naruto characters. It's pretty wild. Yeah. No, it's really not. It's just sad. Hold on. <laughs> you, you gotta tell me, how, how many pixie sticks were there? Because that really, like, oh. you know, the, the, candy, the candy? Yeah. That really defines whether or not this was buck wild or kind of lame. Because if there's mm. a lot of pixie sticks, I can kind of see a little, little like, middle schooler getting down with that. Why are the pixie sticks, why are there pixie sticks involved? they're drugs for kids. They're not they're drugs for kids. They're just straight up sugar. I mean, it's just sugar but no we would we were having the tuning exams <laughs> in her backyard and throwing paper shuriken at each other that's it that's why it's not cool it was just lame it was just sad like i had fun and it was fun but it's not like you know not cool not like dangerous stupid you things. assume that dangerous is cool well no yeah. well it's like one of those stories like okay have you ever done something and been like this will be a cool story to tell later even though you know that it's fucking stupid I've done a lot of those, none of which I actually want to say. <laughs> I could tell another story. Yeah, I got some. Yeah. I got a lot of wild ones. It gets pretty wild. Yeah, because growing up on the res, a lot of stuff really weird happens. A lot of stuff flies out in the res. Because well, a lot of stuff goes. Cause oh, it's just okay. like you don't have a lot of people to like make sure to do, not to do stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, even even as a teenager, shit gets even gets even wilder. Like the time I almost broke my ankle jumping off a sand dune, or that time I almost flipped my truck. 
That tracks, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that time that me and my cousins thought it was fun to try to like go help one of my other cousins uh, train a train a wild horse, uh, which just involved everyone taking turns getting on it and getting bucked off. <laughs> until, Sounds about right. Until I got a bit tired, so it wouldn't kick us when we try to like pet it and like walk it around and teach <laughs> how the bridle worked. There's a reason why when you train horses, you you try to train them when they're young. <laughs> if you get a fully grown adult horse and you try to break it, it's it's it takes a lot of a lot of effort, a lot of skill, and when you don't have that, you just have to throw raw numbers at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, I brought me and five of my burliest friends. Yeah. You're going down, horse. That's exactly what happened. It was like all my cousins just like get on their phone, and they all called their friends. So we end up with like 14 people coming Holy and shit. going, Jeez. and just all kind of like taking turns on trying to like bridle it, put a halter on it, and like try to like just... Because eventually the horse gets tired, and yeah. then once it's there, you can finally pet it and show it that you don't mean any harm. Mm. But it, it, that's just how the culture is up there, and it's kind of crazy. It's like hunting a mammoth. Yeah, I guess. I remember being there and trying and, and taking my cousin to the hospital because he got thrown off and landed wrong. Oof. Yeah, he sprained his ankle, but... No, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, ain't bad. You got a horse out of it. Yeah, I mean, horses are pretty cheap out there. Oh. I, I remember for a fact, I trained to, like, my, my cousin broke that horse, and I think he sold it for, like, 300 bucks. Like, it was... Dang. That was nothing. Like, like in terms of the like, amount of time and effort, horses are dime a, like a dime a dozen out there. Wow. Let's <clears throat> get a horse. That's no, I would say that that's an easy three hundred dollars. Not for is not, it? Not for putting life and limb to train it. That takes about three months. Yeah, like fourteen people, like an hour. Of, no, like, no, I, I long, would, you know, like breaking and trainings are different. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like a trained, okay. ho- a trained horse. The way that you framed it sounded oh, like you yeah. caught the horse and immediately sold it. And no. I was like, that's three hundred dollars. That's easy. No, that's about a hundred bucks. Just about. I mean. Honestly, that's yeah. like it, it kind of works out. But the biggest thing, like we used to do a wild, wild horse roundups uh, back on my family's ranch. We because like the there's a lot of horses out there, and sometimes people don't take care of them, so they breed. And then like every like couple of years or so, there'll be too many horses, and they'll eat all the food for our cattle. Oh, because mm. the because of the rangelands, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll organize a massive, massive roundup, and those those shit was crazy. I remember distinctly. I was like five or so. I was I was too young. We were in a big old pickup truck, and I don't remember distinctly. We were running after a horse, and uh, people in the back of the thing were had ropes uh, tied tied to uh, tied to tires. So they roped the horse and they threw the tire out because the mm-hmm. idea was to slow down the, the oh, wild horse. Oh, it's an horse. anchor. Yeah, yeah. It's I saw sli- this in Jaws. Yeah, it's like the sl- <laughs> <laughs> to it's slow the it down. The truck is running alongside horses that are sprinting. On over the over the boonies with uneven ground and no roads, and one of the one of the guys in the trailer decided that it was a good idea to put the tailgate down. Eventually, at one point, I lost my balance, and I'm just sitting hanging on to the like the gooseneck hitch in the bed of the trailer, just like oh, flailing oh, around. Shit. So I was sitting there, and I just remember being terrified at seven years old, going 60 miles an hour off road, hanging on to oh, the gooseneck. Jesus. Trailer. Anyways, but yeah, but wild horse chases are fucking fun. And as I grew older, I was able to participate a bit. And that, that is genuinely fun, like coordinating uh, to hunt down one of the fastest land animals in Western U.S. You know, interesting side uh, side note, you could make a decent living off of that. If you got like the, the equipment to transport horses like down to Phoenix, uh-huh. people would absolutely buy that. You go into the right area mm-hmm. uh, w- with people with like actual horse land and you're like, hey... I, you know, this is, yeah. look at this horse. People would be like $3,000. Look at this horse. This, this horse, horse is amazing. amazing. Take oh. a look. It tastes like raisin. 
more uh, or less though yeah uh, i i i think a lot of people that i knew did do that but the problem is is that the ones that are worth three thousand are horses that have pedigrees or at the very least paperwork yeah well no yeah. my my point is bring it to an area with a lot of rich stupid people who mm. have young children who want horses yeah mm. i imagine that could work pretty well I, i'm sure it's been done but like i don't know i was uh, I, I wasn't part of that market for us it was just about getting yeah. invasive horses off our land so our cows didn't starve uh blanket term does not condone the uh ripping off of people or uh what, what is the word i'm looking for the, unless uh, they're rich then the, do it anyway the taking advantage of rich people i i condone it i think that if you can take advantage of them do it uh, individuals' uh, points of view do not reflect the views of blanket term. And then once you rip them off, eat them. Well, no, because if you rip them off, they are no longer rich. Oh no, 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 no! Are you kidding me? Mm. If you rip them off, like they are still rich. Like, okay, think about this, Brandon. All right, think mm. about this. So that so they're still not off the menu. All right. No. Uh, okay. Think about this. Think about how much money you have in Final Fantasy. Uh huh. If you gave me one million gil, what uh-huh. percentage of your net worth is that? Uh, approximately 05 percent. Precisely. Yeah. We're talking about people who are in this boat, but they're giving you a thousand dollars. Again, blanket term does not condone ripping people off. Yeah, they made that money somehow. They'll get it back. There's always a grift. <laughs> There's always a grift that you can do. You know what? If they're not smart enough to realize like certain things in a specific aspect, use that to your advantage. If there's a market for it, so if there's a market of dumb people, you might as well take advantage yeah. of it. There's also there's also a, a code that I think Pete Grifter's got to go by, right? Mm. Like, I don't know if, you, if there is a Grifter code. No, no, the, the, um, my point is that there should be. If you're gonna be a good Grifter, you gotta you gotta buy by some sort of like uh, some sort of like uh, Robin Hood code. I I absolutely agree. Um, in Final Fantasy, like undercutting is a thing. I I do like I have like an undercutting code. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I won't undercut like. For a lot of my usual stuff, I won't undercut by more than a hundred gil. Yeah, there are some people in our in our free company who are just like, I'm gonna sell this for way less because I can because oh, I still off. make money. Uh, honestly, that drives me a little insane. Supply and demand is about the demand. If people are willing to pay that price, there's no reason to list it cheaper. So if it's selling regularly, why would you put it up on the market board for twenty thousand just because you can make it for that much? It's yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah, I get that you want to like save other people money, but like. Honestly, Gil isn't like worth it. If it much. were that easy to make, if it were that easy to make, then the supply would outstrip the demand enough that it would push the price down naturally. Yeah. If it's selling for eighty thousand, that's where it's leveled mm-hmm. off. If it's really that easy to make and people are just putting a whole bunch if people are flooding the market, then the price will naturally decrease. Oh yeah. Down if it decreases down to twenty thousand and that's what it's going up for regularly, then it makes sense because that's I mean what it's selling that, for. That kind of coincides it's, with Brandon's uh Brandon's uh undercut law of like going down incrementally rather than yeah, exactly. all at once. I mean, I'm still gonna do the diamond standard thing and uh-huh. like hoard onto it and then yeah, sell it that out is how diamonds as I work. do it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just hoard it. Yeah. And diamonds being as much worth as much as theirs completely insane. Because diamonds are not worth yeah. that much. Yeah. They cost that much. Yeah, they cost that much. And also the fact that you can make synthetic diamonds for like a quarter of what... Yep. I don't even know if it's a quarter. It's no, like it's pennies. less than that. Yeah, it's like... Le- it's, like yeah, it's, it's considerably less. Yeah. Hmm. It's just you get like a brick of, di- of charcoal and just put it in this machine <laughs> yeah. that takes about like... Like ten bucks to like compress. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you give it the Furby treatment. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. give it the Furby treatment. Furby cut diamond. I don't want a Furby cut diamond. <laughs> can I, can I want, now I want to get a diamond tainted with a Furby soul. Can I get? Can I get a oh. Furby and compress it into a diamond? Oh man, so different rings, but they have the souls of like childhood toys. <laughs> 
honestly, that sounds pretty this interesting. This sounds like a whole, dude, oh my God. I want to make an entire line where it has like the, the little troll, like the, the, the troll doll, the troll diamond, <laughs> but uh, the Furby diamond, the Beanie Baby diamond. No, Beanie Babies are worth more than. I, I don't know. I feel, Beanie Babies, be, worth Beanie more babies than are worth more than synthetic yeah, diamonds. Beanie Babies <laughs> actually have a market behind them. Oh, I, I, not all of them. I imagine Most there's certain. Them. I imagine there's some that are like you could get a little bit more value if you make it turn yeah. into a Beanie Baby diamond. I, I really wish that we actually were recording like visuals for this now uh-huh. because I wish that people could have seen my face when you suggested this idea. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I'm so thoroughly. <laughs> flabbergasted <laughs> how would you imbue something with the soul of something that is not animate you just no the, the the thing is you just record a video of you turning something into a diamond and then you just got it oh yeah. you just turn it into oh you just turn it into like a yeah diamond. oh yeah i mean that was the original one but like for trading cards it's kind of hard because then it's just paper right well, i mean there's That's no carbon, carbon in there yeah well then then we could you we could have like a furnace Toss the cards into the furnace and like the heat from that furnace. So the energy and the caloric value from those cards goes into (laughs) the propelling and condensing are the operation of the machine that creates the Well, I mean, like you burn. I don't like that. You burn the cards and take the ashes and use the ashes to make charcoal or something. I I think what Brandon was suggesting is that we we use the the magic cards as the heat source to turn other things into diamonds. I mean, we could do either or. We could have different cuts. (laughs) I don't don't think that conventional, like, coal fires can produce enough... heat in order to turn things into diamond this I is mean, like it's a I hydraulic s- pump right god damn yeah you can turn ashes into diamonds uh-huh. hell oh man it's like this is your grandpa oh people do that don't they yeah that was the face of people do this <laughs> well i looked turn ashes into stones and the first one that comes up is life gem memorial diamonds we turn your loved one's ashes into diamonds yeah, I, oh. I've also seen some where they do the 3D etching on the inside of it to put their like likeness. Oh, that's interesting, oh, actually. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. kind of cool, but also really creepy. I uh-huh. know. Like, it's, it's a gem made out of their carbon, and it's etched with like their likeness. Yeah, that's weird. That, like, to me, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, the light just reflects it off wrong, and you're kind of like napping in your chair, and it like <laughs> you have a vision of them, but it's just because their likeness is projected Timmy. onto the wall. Timmy. I'm in this gym. I don't. I, I need don't, you to get me out. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I really more you. don't. Give me the fuck out. <laughs> this makes me really uncomfortable. I don't know. Well, it's like it's like the the locket effect. It mm-hmm. used to be like a really cute sentiment to have like yeah. a locket with your loved one's oh, hair yeah. in it, yeah. but nowadays that's really weird. Yeah. Like, I, like like any of you guys, because you guys are my best friends. But what if I handed you, I handed each of you a locket, being like, "I love you guys very much, and it means a lot to me uh, that you're my friends." Here, take this, take this pocket watch, and you open it up, mm-hmm. and like, like there are two sections, and in part of it, it's just my hair. <laughs> the other section mm-hmm. is toenail clipping. No, no, the other the other <laughs> section is still a pocket watch because oh, it's a pocket oh, okay. watch, but like. Ew! <laughs> yeah, it's the same material, hair it's, and nails. It's still creatine. Yeah, I, I was looking up a video. It seems like they like take the hairs and separate out like just the carbon, and then use the carbon to make diamonds and gems and whatnot. Oh, it's really cool. Mm. That's why if I were to buy expensive rocks, I would buy actually rare rocks. Yeah, like space rocks. Are. Space rocks yeah. are cool. Yeah, space meteor- rocks, meteorites, meteorites are cool. Those are actually like rare and you can't actually like really make those yeah no. yeah because they're from another planet or, or or just from somewhere else 
technically everything's a meteor. It just depends how long it's been here. This is true, actually. Yeah. Artificially sure. make meteors by like hucking them into the atmosphere <laughs> and letting them come back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised <sighs> if people have tried this. <laughs> Wait, Brandon, uh, if you can throw a rock into orbit, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> or no, yeah. So like, you take like the component. Well, no, you'd have to like, cause you'd have to like heat it, right? You couldn't just like take a rock and like put it on a weather balloon. <laughs> no, yeah, you you would have to get it to almost escape velocity. Yeah. Although, and as long as it is almost escape velocity, it'll come back. I like to imagine like people sending rocks up. <laughs> <laughs> New fad, rocked balloon. Put a rock on a weather balloon, send it up, and let it drop down. That'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> you have no way to control it. It just lands on someone's house. <laughs> so, real quick. Uh, I looked up the definition for meteor. It says, a small body of matter from outer space that enters the Earth's atmosphere. That also remember that guy who jumped from uh, that jumped from orbit and he uh, uh, sponsored by uh, Red Bull. Uh-huh. Yeah, the yeah. guy who skydived. He's technically a meteor now. How much do you think he's worth? Uh, okay, Google. <laughs> I looked it up. Like that's you know the guy's name. Meteor. We could look up his net yeah, worth. I, I, I probably should look up his name. Meteor, right? How much is the human body worth? <laughs> Gonna get full metal alchemist on us. Uh, it's approximately forty-five million dollars uh, plus his net worth. Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. All right. So the guy's name is Felix Baumgartner. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong, but he's a Austrian skydiver, and I need to look up his net worth. Hmm. As of 2016, it, he was his net worth was six million dollars. All right. Oh, it's not bad. So $51 million is approximately what he's worth. That's an expensive living meteorite. I know, right? Just look at him as if he's a product. <laughs> I mean, I, I was talking about purchasing um, purchasing shit like that. I do want to buy like some kind of meteorite sample at w- one day. Wait, yeah, we just mm-hmm. buy his Stuff hair. Stuff is cool. Oh, my God. No, not like that. Put it in a pocket watch. <laughs> yeah. Do dude. you want to see my pocket watch with a meteorite in it? <laughs> Opens it up, but that's just hair. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's from Felix Brown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so weird. smaller samples aren't too expensive, but if you want, like, a larger one where you can appreciate that, like, big chunk, it's a, me- this is a thing from, like, big I feel like space. the small stuff, it's like, it's hard to appreciate, ah, oh, this came from space. Now, unless mm-hmm. you turned it into jewelry. Oh yeah, the jewelry's expensive. Oh, yeah, well, if you get a rock, work. you can commission someone yeah. to turn it into jewelry. Mm. Yeah. So I know like far too much about meteorites because I had a project about it in school. Uh-huh. Uh But there's like two broad categories. There's one which is basically like an iron nickel composite, uh, and those are the ones that I really like because something about the process of how they're made and how they enter the atmosphere, it creates this cool, like, crosshatch pattern Ooh. Uh, that you can only really see if you, like, process the asteroid in a specific way. You have to, like, take a cross-section and then, like, etch it in, like, really strong acid. Oh, yeah, that's and, how like, they make the it off yeah. And stuff like that. And then the other kind is, like, uh, silicate. So it's, like, silicon and a bunch of other stuff. And it's kind of just looks like a... It's like black and kind of gem-like. Uh, I like the iron nickel stuff because it looks 
I think it looks cool. Oh, I yeah. can show you guys. Yeah, I, I've seen dice made out of those, and that those, those things look freaking amazing. Yeah, those are like ten grand. Yep, Ooh, insanely good. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. I wouldn't spend money on that. That's that's a lot. No, Albert, you would. No. If you had that much to spare, the issue is I would rather just buy meteorite because if I bought meteorite dice, I think even if I was that rich, I wouldn't use it. Yeah, that's fair. It's too nice to use. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to buy something as a display piece, I'd rather buy an actual meteorite and not something that had been like processed like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. All right, friends. I think we're all out of time for this week. Uh, so if you want to hear more of our content, we got a p- plenty of other episodes uh, in all backlogged. So you can go and check those out. If you want us to find more of our content that's not a podcast, uh, you can go check out our website over at www.blanket-term.com where you can find links to our YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter and our me email address or chip mail address. So you can find all that over there, uh, as well as a couple of, uh, I'm trying to remember there was something we hid in, we hid in the website, right? There was an Easter egg in there, right? Or am I, or am I, I think you're insane. No, 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 no. The, Albert, you don't want to design this. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we talked about doing something. There's definitely mm. not an Easter egg there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh if you wanted to come watch that uh go watch that stuff go check it out uh if you don't want to do that then brandon has a couple of cool ideas that i imagine involve dumpster diving <laughs> if you don't want to uh get in contact with us through electronic means uh blanket term is now offering a current special uh where you don't have to pay postage to get messages to us if you simply skydive from <laughs> Upper, no, is it, what is it, upper or lower orbit? Is uh, our it, new was, deal? it was lower orbit. Okay, lower so orbit. lower orbit. So we're, we're offering you a deal. So it's not upper orbit, so it's a bit cheaper, and you don't have to pay postage. Just on your way down, yell your message to us, and we will try our best to hear. Now I want to get a diamond tainted with a Furby soul.